Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome back to another episode of For Pod's Sake. I'm Louise Boyce, as known as Mum Still Got It, and these podcast series are sponsored by... Uh, quite frankly, probably the best dentist I've ever known. Uh, Ten Dental, which is based in London, South London, and they are fantastic. I've had my teeth sorted out there for the last 15 years. Um, I highly recommend them, so please go and check them out at tendental.com. So today, I am very excited to speak to be speaking with Sasha Polari, who in the last 24 hours has gone viral. Sasha is the wonderful model and makeup artist and creator of the filter drop campaign. So yesterday, the Advertising Standards Authority responded to Sasha's filter drop campaign and has asked beauty influencers to stop using filters if they exaggerate the effect of the product they're advertising on social media. Um, First of all, can I get an amen? And hello, Sasha, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. And thank you for thank you for, for saying yes. I think the last 24 hours have been quite a whirlwind for you. Do you want to talk us through it? Yeah, they have been mental. But I have been a fan of yours for a very, very long time. So when you asked, I was like, 100%. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I love that. You're welcome. I love that. Um, so why did you want to start the filter drop camp, like the movement? Where did it come from? What what triggered it all off? So I've, I've worked in the beauty industry for like 10 years, well, nearly 10 years now. And very quickly into entering that, like my messaging has always felt that I love makeup. I think it's incredible. I think there's nothing wrong with looking amazing, feeling amazing. But I just don't think that there is enough importance put on, you know, us being more than that when our makeup's removed. It's such an image, like, heavy industry. Well, not even industry, like, women in general, to look good all the time is just constant, isn't it? Um, Yes. So every single time I had a... I used to work on a Mac counter in Bristol. That was my first job, like, as a makeup artist. And every single time I had someone come in with like little to no confidence and I did some makeup and we had a chat and they walked out with more confidence, I like started hooking onto that feeling. I was like, okay, this is what, this is what I love. It wasn't the sales. It wasn't, it was that over the artistry. It was that feeling. So then uh, after a couple of years, I went self-employed and decided that that's what I wanted to focus on rather than sort of sales retail. And also retail is just horrendous. So the messaging 
like filter job was just an extension of my messaging. It just so happened that this one Friday night (laughs) on the beanbag in my lounge, in my pajamas after a glass of wine, I decided to take to my Instagram uh, uh, followers, which was at the time, like just under 5,000. I was like, um, literally speaking to the camera, I was like, is it just me or is it absolutely ridiculous that people are allowed to advertise makeup products with filters? Like, please tell me if I'm going mad. And I'm talking to the camera like this in my pyjamas, literally. And the response was just man- like, it was mental. Loads of people were like, oh, I feel so awful without a filter. I can't post without them. And then again, that same night, I posted something. I said, right, why don't we call this filter drop? If you feel brave enough, upload a photo filter free and tag me. And that, that hashtag was used consecutively for eight weeks, a photo uploaded every day for eight weeks with the, with the hashtag. Um, and then it gained national press last year, just around the campaign and what it was that I was trying to achieve. And I put the investigation in with the ASA in August and it's been six months in, in like in progress. And, um, yeah, I got the email on the 22nd of Jan and then they said like, it's under strict embargo. And oh <laughs> it's so, God. it's so embarrassing because honestly, I, one day those emails will come out. The lady that I was dealing with was very formal and very official. And I'm a bit like, I'll meet anyone and I'll start swearing and all sorts. And I just couldn't get from her what this meant. I was like, right, Babes, can you just tell me what this means? Does it mean that what I've asked for has happened? She's like talking in all this real formal language. I'm screenshotting my best friend who's like ridiculously intelligent. Can you please break it down for me? What bloody hell is an embargo? I don't even know. Um, And then that was it. And then it's just been mental. It's been mental. You've just been, I've seen, you're you're everywhere. Like you've you've now got your your blue tick on Instagram. I mean, that's how mental it's gone. It's incredible. I know. Um, what was your reaction when you got that email and you realised that you've actually, you did it? Cried. Oh, I'm not, yeah, I bet. I am one for being dramatic. That's fine. Like, I know that. But I cannot explain to you how much this means to me because, you know, take, you know, go before filter drop. My, everything I wanted to do is I want to teach women and anybody who wants to wear makeup how to apply it with confidence. And I equally want them to feel just as incredible without it. Like, that literally summarises what I feel. Um, And my quote is, looking beautiful is an opinion, feeling beautiful is a choice. And that literally summarises everything I'm about. So although filter drop is like my baby, that is the messaging behind that. So every single time I get a message from someone saying that they can't even look in the mirror without crying, but then since following filter drop, they've uploaded a filter-free selfie, like all of those emotions just came and I was just sobbing and I was like, I just can't, I just cannot believe it. And I was saying to my partner last night, what's happened to Filter Drop hasn't shocked me. I think it deserves everything that it's got, all of the press. But it's the fact that I'm attached to that and that I did that. I can't get my head around it. It's what you've done is is amazing. And as an influencer myself, I, I actually totally agree and back your campaign. Um, but like I'm sure many influencers are probably wondering the same question how will this filter like be policed? Like, for example, what is the definition of a filter? Um, there are lots of influencers out there that have their own presets, which I guess in term is a filter that they use throughout their entire Instagram feed. Um, so it looks the same. So, you know, when that, when that filter comes up, oh, you know, oh, that's such and such influencer. So if that influencer was then to do a product 
a beauty product, would they have to then not use that filter or would they have to just state in their caption post, I'm using a filter? So my original um, investigation or my, sorry, my initial complaint was that I thought people should have to declare if they used a filter because of that very reason. I'm very aware that people have presets and stuff like that. However, my personal opinion is that when you're advertising a product, we've already got things like your iPhone camera gives a clearer picture than your Instagram camera. So adding anything on Instagram to promote a product is going to to, to make that effect different. That is go, It is going to change the quality of that product. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword because I get that side of things. But then at the same time, I wrote a caption. And my, my opinion is like, sell a bike instead. <laughs> like if you can't do it without a filter, don't sell a product, sell something else. And that, yeah. you know, that is how I feel about it. Um, and, you know, I have, I, I concentrate on my grid being aesthetically pleasing. I have very like minimal neutral colors because that is just, that's just me. Um, so I get wanting to have a feed that's kind of like representative of you and your style and your aesthetic. But it's just when it, when it comes to advertising these products, moisturizers, foundations, everything, even down to the blusher color, a preset is going to change the blusher color. Um, mm. I, I think it has to be raw. So what Which is would you say? Opinion. Well, I don't, I think it's a I think it's a great op- opinion actually. Um, the advertising imagery that's been going on obviously for years, like before social media, um, has pretty much always been retouched or edited. Um, so, calling out a filter drop on social media, do you think it's time to call it out on all advertising? So if you know, I've done campaigns for makeup and beauty products, you know, that aren't for my Instagram. It's literally for, you know, the the, the, the the billboards and the magazines, which I'm sure have been slightly edited as yeah. all lots of advertising things are. Do you think this is now time to have a disclaimer at the bottom of a campaign and say this has been retouched or edited? Yeah, I would love that to happen uh, for sure. And I'm aware that you know, one of my kind of angles for filter drop and social media was that we're in control of what we post. Whereas I know that you're aware of this as well. When you're booked as a model, they don't give a shit that I'm Sasha Polari campaigner of filter drop. They're booking me as a product. So this is one thing that's happened to me. My, my modeling career is very, very early. I'm only like two years in. Um, but now I obviously have this profile attached to filter drop. I now have to be really selective over what modeling jobs I take. Because can you imagine if I took a campaign for Maybelline as a model, never mind Sasha, and that was a billboard with me and on an edited foundation? Like, I'd have to turn that down because that's where my morals lie. And that's a really difficult position to be in because, you know, I love modeling and I love, I, I love being a, I love representing people that, you know, look like me. You know, I'm not, I'm not your classic curve model. I'm not tall enough. I've not got big boobs, tiny waist. I'm, you know, I'm not in proportion like that. So I love being a model for that reason. But yeah, it, it's a real tricky one. But it's you're like, more than I... a model now. You're, you're, you're not only a model, but you're a role model. Like you have, you know, I think the message that you're getting across to women, men, the younger generation who do look at these filters where you have your face warped to be the, you know, what's meant to be perfect. And it's, you know, and you, you, you know, filters that say pretty girl or whatever, and your lips get bigger and your eyes get bigger and your nose gets smaller. Those are unrealistic. And you're the person that's calling that out. And 
I know that my niece, who is eight, uh, almost eight, she's using these Snapchat filters and almost preferring how she looks in the filters rather than real life. And she's eight. And I, you know, Mm. we didn't have that when we were kids. I didn't think about how I looked until I go into this industry um so what you are doing is you're making such a difference to lots of people's mental health I mean have you had lots of messages from women like congratulating you like saying you've made me feel so much better about myself do you know what people ask me all the time like even just in the last sort of three hours the amount of messages I've had congratulating me over the blue tick but haven't said anything else about the campaign like I don't think people understand that what's carried me through my time on social media is pretty much daily I will get a message from a mother or a teenage girl or somebody telling me how much of a difference my campaign has made to them. And I get really emotional all the time when I think about it because, like, that is what that is why I do it because I know that, I know that I've changed their opinion of, of what they see when they look in the mirror and that is, like, all I ever want to do. Mm. So I'm such no. a mess. <laughs> No, I think what you've done is absolutely brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, So if, for example, an influencer puts a post out and uh, does a a really beautiful um, beauty campaign post on their Instagram, um, and it's not filtered, but just really beautifully lit, because I think people are now much more in tune with their lighting at home. The sales of ring lights have gone through the roof since, you know, been in lockdown and, you know, the rise of influences. Um, If there is a post that's not been filtered, but looks like it could have been and gets taken down, um, how how do you think that would work? Like that you know, the influencer would obviously get quite annoyed with that. Like, I, I guess, is it too early to talk about that? Or, or are yeah, there no influence? Yeah, or maybe influencers just aren't that good yet. <laughs> yeah, I, well, do you know what? I have, it's not that I haven't thought about it, but I think for me, I, I, I feel like I can really tell when something's been filtered now, but that's just me, you know, there are a lot more people that are going to be seeing this now. Um, and I think as well, one of the things with this is that people think that I'm like extreme. So I've had loads of comments like, oh, what do you think of Botox then? And like, oh, what do you think about a ring light? Like, it's not like that. That's not what this is about. And I think, you know, a beautifully lit photograph is is a beautifully lit photograph. You leave it there. But I do, I do understand what you're saying. Like, how will it be policed to that extent? And I don't think I've got the answer for that yet. I'm not sure. Well, I guess that probably goes down to the ASA as well. That you know, I guess yeah. they would they would have they would have to police. It. I mean, you you as Sasha, you can't police everything. That you've you've yeah. done your you've you've done your bit as and you've you've got the message across. You've got the ASA on board. Um, but I think it is a time for influencers to. I guess you know we will all be more aware and uh, yeah. of what and we I post. Think that's enough. Enough. Yeah. That is enough. Honestly, for people to be aware, and even since the first um media spin on filter drop i have like i don't want to take credit for it but i have noticed since the first outpour of filter drop the amount of people talking about filters that weren't talking about it before and like what i said i'm not taking credit for it but actually do you know what yeah i am because there are people that shared it and put me on their platform with a huge platform at the time when mine was still tiny so i feel like it it's already had that impact and that is you know that's great all we want is to see more real skin that like that's literally it Absolutely. Even now, um, I'm on TikTok as well. And the filters there are, you know, this kind of very similar to Snapchat. They can morph your face and make you look great. And, you know, what I find bizarre 
is you can have a filter on and morph your face if you've gone live on TikTok. So as I'm talking to you now on the Zoom call mm. and I can see your face, which is obviously no filters, of course, you know, I have got a nice light, you know, because, you know, I'm an influencer. Yeah, I've got a, new, I've got a light as well. I just yeah, got you know, make nice. You want to see that you want to see the person <laughs> you're talking to. Yeah. Um, but when you so on TikTok live, you can literally make your eyes slightly bigger, your mouth slightly bigger, your nose smaller, you can contour. You can literally turn up to TikTok with completely no makeup on and yeah. and do these settings that make you look like you're on a film set. And it's live, so you're moving around, your face is moving, and it's, it's you know, the technology is incredible, but again, it's making people, I you know, I think what's quite sad now, but a very real thing, is that women and men are wanting to look how they look online rather than in real life. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think because of lockdown, because we're not seeing anyone and we are using all these filters, when you actually do see people in real life, you're like, oh my God. God, you don't look like that. You look completely yeah. different on TikTok or Instagram. And I don't want people to think that about me. I don't want people yeah. to see my Instagram feed and be like, oh my God, like everything's flawless. And then meet me in real life and go, God damn, what happened to her? You know? yeah. um, I don't want that to happen. Um, yeah. I think like one of the other things that I'm a huge advocate for on my social platform. And again, people take it to the extremes and think that I'm saying everybody should be like this, but I honestly do turn up on my platform looking like I've just rolled out of bed sometimes. And I refuse to apologize for looking like that because equally on the other side, when I've done a full face of makeup and I look, I think I look amazing. I also equally don't apologize for that. So I'm not going to apologize for looking tired because guess what? Like we get tired and when we're tired, we look tired and that's literally all it is. It doesn't need to be anything more than that. So yeah. Good. Right. We're going to take a quick break there and we'll be back in a few seconds with some more Sasha. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. 
And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back. I'm talking to Sasha Polari, who is the absolute legend who has started the Filter Drop campaign and the ASA are on board with it. So um, I do have one question about filters on Instagram stories. Um, I really do actually enjoy a good filter on a story, mainly because, yes, it does make me look better. And two, I don't have the time or energy to sometimes put on makeup and I like to look good on a story. So, and it does say on Instagram stories that, you know, you are using a filter, it's there, you can see it. So yeah. do you think that that's acceptable? Do you, would you like to see people using less filters on Instagram stories? I mean, I would love people to, to use them less, but only from a place where, it, where it's from them feeling like they are confident enough to show up as they are without the makeup or, you know, do you know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. your platform. You can do whatever you want. If you only ever want to turn up on your platform looking great, that is, you know, there's no, you know, judgment there at all. Um, but I think we, we all look better with a filter on all of us, even the ones that don't really do much, we still look better. So for me, I've had to stop using them completely because I was addicted to how good I look with them on, even just the tanning ones. I thought, oh, and then I take it off and I think you look pale and you look like shit. And I don't want those, <laughs> I don't yeah. want to have those negative thoughts about myself anymore because I want to channel my energy and thoughts into something else that isn't based on how I look. Um, but that's just me. And that's how, you know, I, yes, in short answer, I would love for people to use them less, but there's no judgment if, if people don't want to. And what about if, um, for example, if I'm promoting a beauty product on my stories that kind of go hand in hand with an Instagram post, because sometimes that's what a, a yeah. client wants. They want it to go hand in hand. If I am promoting, uh, because again, influencers have their own aesthetic and they have the same filter presets. If the Instagrammer is talking about, oh, I'm just popping to the shops, yada, 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 normal everyday life. And then the third frame is like, oh, but, you know, when I'm there, I'm going to go and grab this um, eyeshadow, um, hashtag ad. Should there also be hashtag filter? What, if you were just picking up an eyeshadow, but it wasn't part of an ad? If it was part of an ad. But you're kind of doing a, if you're doing like the same story and it's like a continuous story, but part of the story is, and here's my eyeshadow that I've just picked up. Should the influencer then put hashtag ad, ad, filter? Um. So my my initial complaint was that that's what they should do, but they've taken mm. it a step further and said you shouldn't put the filter on, and, which I'm actually quite happy about. So <laughs> um, so no, you can have the filter off for that one frame and you can put it back on for the others. <laughs> wow, okay, all right, okay. <laughs> right, I'm literally like making notes going, all right, I've got it, okay. Because, <laughs> because I, the thing is, I am, you know, I guess I'm a classic example. I use a preset on my stories that I love, Um, it makes, you know, it does make me look better. It makes my hair look blonder, which is nice. And it, it, you know, it makes me look fresher, which, you know, it's nice. Um, and because it obviously has the preset in the top left-hand corner, like all Instagram stories does, you can see that using a filter. Um, so for me, 
now I know that I will have to take that off and just be me. Yeah. It's one of those really difficult things as well, because like, I'm looking at you now on a shitty Zoom lens and I think you look absolutely phenomenal, but you won't think Aww. that about yourself. Do you know what I mean? And like, yeah, I think I, I, think I look pale, to be honest. My hair's greasy. Um, yeah, uh, but that's we just don't see ourselves the same way. But I think I've done so much self-work over the years and it sounds so wanky, but I really have just got to the stage where when I look like, I mean, honestly, some of the stories that I upload, my friends text me, they're like, I can't even believe you just posted that. <laughs> like my, my Greek frizz all around my face or whatever, or I've got like spots and, and I just, I just don't care because when I look great, I feel exactly the same. You know, I, I post, post the photo without, without that, you know, you know, some people, when they look great, they have to like justify why they look great. And yeah. that's like, that's the other scale of not, of being afraid to show up in, in your rawest form. So it's not, it, it really isn't just about the filters for me. It's the much deeper message that, you know, let's just be more, let's, you know, we can be beautiful, but be more than that. Yeah, no, I I like that. I actually felt really awkward sometimes posting a really nice selfie. Like if I've had my makeup done professionally and I know that it looks good and I put a selfie up, I actually, like when I first started Instagram, it used to make me cringe a little bit. So I started doing like before and afters where the before is literally as hideous as it can possibly be. And then the after, and actually that resonated with people more because you could see the rawness of the before, you know, that's how you wake up. That's, you know, what people look like, you know, that's what, you know, really what people look like. If you go down to the supermarket, you're not going to see people all contoured and perfect unless you're a Kardashian. Um, So I think people generally want to see realness yeah you know we I think they do and also I think people crave it now they do craving it they do and also from a mother's point of view I don't want my kids growing up thinking that they're not beautiful because they don't look like this filter or because this filter makes them look more beautiful I don't want them thinking that and actually I do Mm. wonder in years to come are we going to look back on these days and be like, can you believe that in like, you know, 2021, there was an actual campaign to stop it? Isn't that stupid? It's like, we shouldn't have it in the first place. Like, why do we have these filters that make us look completely unrealistic? Yeah. So I think you've changed the world, basically, babe. (laughs) I don't know about the world. We're getting there with the UK, but um, yeah, America next. The amount of times in the last 24 hours they've plastered my face next to Kim and Ki- Kim and Kai. Is it Kim and Kylie? I'm not a Kardashian fan, but honestly, it's a bit much. I saw that <laughs> post on your um, on your stories. It wasn't somebody like, uh, it's not the same person. You're like, yeah, I know that. No, no, no. He thought we were the same person. I know, I think that's he hilarious. Thought it, he thought it was a really shit before and after. <laughs> Guess, guessing I'm the shit before. Oh, no, I find that hilarious. I do find <laughs> that hilarious. And then someone underneath was like, Jim, you do realise that that's the love- Kardashian on the left. <laughs> so this is <laughs> only... love the internet. Oh, I've got to love the internet. So this, these rules then are only within the UK. So just UK influencers. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just within the UK. I, do you know what? Someone said something about hopefully the US will follow. I don't... I need to find it. Last night or this morning, whatever the time difference was, I had a flurry of people talking about the American, like, oh, hopefully this comes over to the US. So 
I feel like maybe there's an article that's been written over there and I don't know what their governing body for social media is over there. I mean, it can't be straight because Kylie Jenner posts whatever the hell she wants yeah. and sells it. So. so silly question, but if an influencer who lives in the UK has a shoot in America, <laughs> could she put a filter on her post? No. <laughs> I will, I'll email her and I'll troll her yeah. asking for a UK postcode. <laughs> oh, I had to ask. Silly question, I know. Um, Sasha, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I've really appreciated thank it. You for I think me. what you've done is fabulous. Um, let's keep it real. And, you know, I think you're really helping lots of, you know, men, women, kids out there. And, you know, I, I, I really hope it, you know, you can can spread this more around the world. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Once again, this podcast is sponsored by 10 Dental, the award-winning dental practice based in South London. Check them out at 10dental.com. And as always, please subscribe to this podcast, rate and review. It's all very much appreciated. Thanks for listening. I'm Louise Boyce. Find me on Instagram and TikTok at Mama Still Got It with an underscore. And speak to you very soon. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.